Hey everybody. I've been thinking about this concept. I even posted about it a little earlier. And I'm go I'm going to preach it, preach it. Like I'm going to preach it live. But I want to encourage you all. I hope you can hear me. Uh, I want to encourage you all not to carry heavy bags down the stairs and then don't carry them down the stairs backwards. So the way that God was showing me is that if life expectancy for me, say for instance, is 90, 90, right? And I was carrying some, some, some baggage. I was carrying some things up to the attic. And it was heavy. It was heavy, some heavy stuff. And so I took the bags up and the Lord showed me. He said, if you think that carrying bags up the stairs that have all of this weight, that have all of these miscellaneous items, things that you have picked up around the house that you want to hold on to, that you want to store, um, Taking those things up the stairs is one thing, right? So I, I saw myself, if we look at, like, say, for instance, Maslow's hierarchy of needs theory, we come up from all of the phases and we get to a place of self-awareness. And then we go back down, say, for instance, we go back down that mountain. We go back down that triangle. Uh, we come to a place, a point of self-awareness of finding out who exactly we are. And then we come back down the other side of the triangle. And so... For instance, if my life expectancy is 90, then 45 is my midlife, right? I'm 42, I'll be 43 this year. So my midlife is in the next, say for instance, two or three years, right? <clears throat> okay, so I'm carrying some baggage. I, I, I've been molested. I've been in domestic violence situations. I've been raped. I've been in, in abusive situations. I've been abandoned, right? I have, I have, I have parental issues. I have family issues. I have a bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of baggage. I have a bunch of stuff that I could carry throughout my life. And so I've also been taking some studies and doing some studying about, um, about Alzheimer's disease, about uh, what is it? What is it called? Dementia. I've been doing some studies about how the the memory, how the memory works, and so getting uh, a lot of times we take these things up and we we come to the middle of our life and we store them in a place called the hippocampus. We store it in a place called the hippocampus, and we store it in our long term memory. And there are certain things I've been dealing with long term and short term memory. And so there's certain things that we handle that we store that we if we handle it enough, if we repeat it enough, if we if we rehearse it enough, it becomes long term memory. God bless you. And so um, and so what ends up happening is we end up carrying all of this weight. We end up putting things in the bag and we end up carrying all this weight up to the top of self-awareness to the middle point of our lives and 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 we have all of this baggage. My task right now, the Lord told me. He said when you get to the midpoint of your life, you do not want to have all of this baggage and all of this weight on you. Because here's the thing, when I was trying to carry something to the basement, 
and it was heavy. If I didn't have my footing well, I could not control, first of all, how heavy it was. And based on how heavy it was, I could not control how fast I was going to go down the stairs. Hear me in the spirit. I could not control the, 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 the decline. I could not control the speed of my decline. I, if I, because I had this heavy baggage. I had something that was too heavy for me. And because gravity is going to work the way that gravity works, it was going to pull me down with it unless I unloaded those bags, unless I either decided not to even put it down there in the first place. Let me to help me, Holy Ghost. Here's why God told me to tell you, do not carry heavy bags down the stairs. And this is the other thing. The hypocampus gets damaged when it's overwhelmed. When you have too much toxicity in your long-term memory, when you don't deal with the traumas, when you don't deal with the dilemmas, when you don't deal with the fact that people have hurt you, when you don't deal with the fact that people have, have, have lied on you, when you don't deal with the fact that people have been um, uh, um, um, malic malevolent towards you, right? When you don't deal with these things and tell yourself the truth, you never unload the weight that is in your baggage. The Bible says don't take anything with you for this journey. Don't take an extra sack. Don't take an extra baggage. Don't take an extra tunic. Don't take anything extra with you for this journey. So the Lord told me, he said, deal with your dilemmas before you reach midlife. And some of us are already there. If you're between the ages of 40 and maybe I'll just say 40 to 60, right? If you're between those ages, you are in the middle point of your life. If life expectancy is 100, 120, you are in the middle points of your life. If life expectancy is 90, if you are 40, 45, 43, 46, if you are in you are in the middle stages of your life or approaching the middle stages of your life, I admonish you, or what does it say? I beseech you, brethren and sistren, by the mercies of God, to unload your baggage because here's the thing when you reach the midpoint of your life and it is time to come down the hill it's time to come down the other side of the mountain it's time to come down those stairs the last thing you want to have is some heavy baggage and here's the other point people of God some of those bags are not even yours you have been carrying thank you Holy Ghost for helping me preach you have been carrying the weight of other people's burdens you've been carrying the weight of other people's words you've been carrying the weight of other people's issues and their problems that they have thrown onto you that they've tried to make you responsible for all of their stuff and they have put their rocks in your bag for you to carry them throughout your life God says drop that baggage drop that rock and let me tell you why he told me to tell he told me this about my father he told me this about my father my father had done some very very nasty things to me and I was ended up being responsible for buying the tombstone. This is where that sermon drop a rock actually came from. I was responsible for buying the tombstone. Let me tell you something, people of God. I had to get closure and I had to forgive the condition that my father was in when he did what he did to me. I have to forgive the condition that my mother is in when she does and says the things that she says to me. I have to put a rock or a tombstone on and bury some of that stuff and let 
let those things die. I have to let it die and I have to leave it where it is and put it in the graveyard where it's supposed to go. Because here's what happens, people of God, whenever the children of Israel, and I wrote this out the other day, whenever the children of Israel were delivered from the hand of the enemy, the first thing that they did was they built an altar and they dropped a rock on the site where God had delivered them. They built an altar and they consecrated that space to God. They consecrated their, their, their whole territory. They created and established a boundary of a space that was created specifically for God. They dropped all of the baggage, all of the worry, all of the neglect, all of the bad things that could have possibly happened to them in their lives. They dropped all of the trauma right there and put it on the altar. This is why I believe that the church as an institution has not equipped people for the time of coming down the hill. They have tried to sugarcoat everything. Oh, just let go and let God. Oh, God will take care of it. Oh, we're going to sing it away. We're going to emotionalize it away. No, deal with your demons. Deal with your stuff. Deal with that baggage. Unload it. <clears throat> Anything that doesn't have a place, you get rid of it. If it's not helping you, you get rid of it. Now, this is how you, how is this helping me? Do not let these things become a stumbling block because the last thing you need on your way down the hill is something to trip over. The last thing you need is something to trip over on your way down the stairs, get rid of the debris, get rid of all of the clutter, get rid of everything that would try to hinder you. It says set aside every weight that would so easily beset you. I'm telling you something, people of God, I didn't get a chance to preach this until I got into my car, but I'm telling you right now, do not carry heavy bags down the stairs and then please God help us if we let dementia or Alzheimer's or something set in from unresolved issues in our hypocampus in our long-term memory because if anybody knows anything about dementia and about um and about uh uh, uh um uh, not not dementia, but schizophrenia, dementia, uh, Alzheimer's disease. What ends up happening is when they look at the brain, they look and they see holes and they see gaps in the brain where the where it's saturated with so much stuff, so much fluid that the neurons can't even fire off. And people, they when they get in their older age and they're on their way down the hill, all they have left is their long-term memory, their short-term memory. Do not let your long-term memory be full of traumatic instances that now not only are you carrying heavy bags down the stairs but you carrying heavy bags down the stairs going backwards the church has not taught us how to deal with end of life because we're all going to die people of God Every one of us is going to leave these earthen vessels and however our spirit leaves and whatever we're attached to when we leave this place, wherever the tree falls, that's where it lies. I'm yelling. I need to stop yelling. I need to stop yelling. Let me stop yelling. Deal with your demons. Deal with your dilemmas. Get closure. Let me tell you something. Get closure 
with the people that you need to get closure with because tomorrow is not promised. And the last thing we need is people falling all over the caskets because they are riddled with guilt because they never took the opportunity to say, I'm sorry. They never took the opportunity to say, I forgive you. They never took the opportunity to say, I love you. They never took the opportunity to hold people accountable. Come on, let me tell you something. You gotta hold people accountable for what they do. You can forgive them, but you hold them accountable. Give them a chance to get it right with God. If they never tip, you never tell them, they may never even know. And then they will come to the end stages of their life. And that's when the devil beats them up in their memories. I'm telling you something, people of God. <clears throat> and thank you, sis, for hanging on. I think I'm about done because I can't sit in this car too much longer. But I'm telling you right now, do not carry heavy bags down the stairs especially if you going backwards i tell you this encourage your elders in your family get closure because secrets keep us sick secrets keep us sick they make us sick and they keep us sick tell the truth and be healed I got a sermon that I preached that the other day. Tell the truth and be healed. So if you need a scripture to anchor this, I think it's Luke chapter 9 where he tells the disciples, he gives them power and authority over all demons. And he tells them, don't take anything with you for this journey. Not for this stage of life. Not in this stage. Don't take nothing with you for this journey. And if you wanted, if we want to tie it into theological tools, when Nehemiah was rebuilding the wall and reestablishing the boundaries, he went to the wall. And when the people had found out that they had rebuilt the wall, there were no cracks and no gaps in the wall. Don't leave room for the enemy to torment you. Heal yourself now. Tell yourself the truth and get closure with the truth. Get, 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 get settled. Get, I'm trying, I'm looking for a different word of than closure. I want you to have, have, make, be all right. Right? Even if it's not all right, be all right with the fact that it's not all right. This relationship is broken and I'm all right with it being broken. That's And everybody says, oh no, you got to go. Just forgive and forget. No, the devil is a liar. Deal with your demons. <coughs> Cast them out. Because even Jesus said that the enemy has searched me. And I'm coming to the end stages of my life and he has found nothing in me. Don't let the devil find anything in you. I think that's it. Rewind this life. I hope you can hear me. Um, let me pray for you. Father, we just thank you for everyone who will watch this broadcast. I ask right now that you would touch them, that you would help us and equip the churches to not emotionalize our pain away, but to teach us and give us tools in the word of truth that you're, even when Jesus prayed, he told him, he said, sanctify him for your, by your truth because your word is the truth. Lord, give us your truth so that we could be healed because your word says that he who the son sets free is free indeed. Lord, let us be free as we begin to reach and, and go through these mid stages of our lives. As we begin to see our loved ones come down the other side of the hill. Lord, let us make this as take my, hey God, take my yoke upon you because my burden is easy. <clears throat> 
He says, because my uh, yoke is easy and my burdens are light, God. We ask that you would give us your yoke and give us your burdens. And Lord, you're, they're light. They're light. <coughs> you tell us to pack light for the rest of this life. Don't pick up. Don't let us pick up any extra baggage. And at the same time, God, don't let us go back to pick up stuff that we've already thrown in the trash. You said, don't be entangled in that bondage. Don't be entangled in that baggage again. So God, we ask you to bless us. Bless everybody who watches this broadcast, everyone who tunes in. I ask right now that you would touch my body, <clears throat> that you would touch everybody uh, that is under the sound of my voice, under the sound of this broadcast. Give us healing power. Allow us to go forward in you and do what you have called us to do in these seasons. We bless you now and we give you praise and thanks. Hallelujah and amen in Jesus' name. I love each and every one of you. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. I might be back on um, because the next thing I want to tell you before, um, before it escapes me is, um, is something else I have wrote. But I'll figure it out in a minute. I remember something else I wrote down in my book about this same kind of a topic. But it's about healing before we uh, before we go down the other side. So I love you. I love you all. God bless you. Amen. Amen, sis. Amen, sis. I love you. Bye.